Hello, everyone. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Bossit Podcast. My name is Sophia Noreen, and I'm going to be your host for today. Today, we have the pleasure of meeting with Lauren, who is a professional nutritionist. She used to work for the nonprofit sector and for-profit sector as a project manager and an executive assistant, but then realized after going through life, after working those careers, it was super stressful and it was taking a toll on her health. And that's when she decided to pivot her entire career to helping others with their nutrition. Lauren understands the value of real nutritional dense food and also recognizes the impact that environment stress and mindset have over your entire health. So when you work with Lauren, you will definitely be touching on all of those points. She discovered the world of holistic healing through her own personal journey and her health crisis and has firsthand experience with healing imbalances within the body using nutrition and lifestyle practices. Guys, you're going to learn so much from Lauren, not only about health, but also about her journey as an entrepreneur. Her story is great because it touches on the situation where she left her career and went back to school so she could become a nutritionist. You guys are going to love Lauren's story. Welcome everyone here at Bossit. We would love to hear from you. Join us in our Bossit community by heading over to our website, bossitclub.com and join our mailing list. As we grow, we will be launching our community of fellow Bossit BFFs and we want you to be a part of it. Okay, Sophia and Noreen, let's dig into this. I can't wait to tell them all about how we got here. Welcome to the Bossit Podcast. My name is Sophia Noreen and I took an Etsy startup and launched it in big box retailers within 12 months. As a creative with an entrepreneurial drive, I left my full-time career in healthcare to find better harmony between career, family, and self-care. We believe you can have it all. Yes, you can launch and run a successful, scalable business while maintaining harmony in all aspects of your life. We believe we can learn from each other and draw on many experiences to create the best life possible. During each episode, we will share proven life hacks that will keep you on top and striving every day. There should be no hesitation. Make a plan, take action. We are here for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Bossit Podcast. And as you heard from our intro, we are speaking with Lauren. Lauren, thank you for joining us today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. So Lauren, before we get started, we always ask our guests, what is their mantra? What keeps you going on the regular? How do you keep yourself motivated? I really love that question. First of all, my mantra is deepest impact possible. I literally have it written on a post-it that I keep on my laptop that's covered in mustard, actually. (laughs) But yeah, I really try to have the deepest impact possible in my work, just in my family, in my relationships, and just kind of day-to-day activities. Being of service fills me up, obviously, just from my career. I love that mantra. It's very grounding for me. Definitely. And I think, especially when you're in a service-based industry or even a product-based industry, if you can connect it to something external from yourself and you know you're actually impacting somebody else's life, livelihood, it makes the goal for you even that much stronger for whatever goal you're trying to accomplish. So I love that. And I don't think I've heard that one before. That's a new one I'm going to add. Oh, good. Yeah. It's been on my blue post-it for about a year now. And I love keeping little mantras or motivational things literally right in front of me because it's really kind of recentering whenever I'm working. Exactly. Exactly. And we always hit those obstacles throughout our day or throughout our week. And if you have it front and center, then you know, right, that if you stop, you may not be able to make the deepest impact possible. 
So mm-hmm. I love that. That's fantastic. Okay. So let's get right into your story. Tell us how you got to where you are today, everything that you think our listeners would love to hear. Well, my name is Lauren Bryson. I am a holistic nutritionist and I am also a kids cooking instructor and a wellness facilitator and teach affordable nutrition classes. And the way I got here, I actually have my bachelor's in psychology and I spent about 10 years working in the startup and nonprofit world for the majority of my 20s. But during that time, my health was slowly declining. And then like my mid to late 20s, it pretty much plummeted. I was having a lot of gut-related issues, stomach pain, brain fog, fatigue, severe nutritional deficiencies. The Western medical model is really great for surgery and other things, but not great for managing chronic illness. So I went undiagnosed for about six to seven years, which was very frustrating. And then I finally got a diagnosis of autoimmune gastritis. And then from there, I started researching gut health and learned about food and different diets. And from there, I discovered Ayurveda, actually, which really, really helped me heal my gut and just kind of slowly healing using diet and lifestyle, which was so powerful. I decided to quit my job and go back to school. And I graduated from Bowman College with my nutrition consultant certification last year. And I have been working in the nutrition field ever since. I really love it. And the body's ability to heal is so incredible. So I'm really happy to be in this profession right now. That's incredible. And the fact that you were going through something and you've decided to turn around and say, you know what? I know what it's like. I've been there and now I can go and help serve others who are in the same situation or similar situation. I think that's wonderful. And Lauren, do you mind backing up? What were you doing before in your mid twenties? Yeah. So I was working mostly as a project manager and executive assistant first in the startup world and then in the nonprofit world. So it was definitely two very different environments. Yeah. (laughs) Very, very different. And, you know, I enjoyed the project management side of it, but it didn't fill me up. Mm -hmm. It was just a nine to five job for me. Exactly. It's interesting, right? Because when we get into our careers in our mid 20s, early 30s, we almost have this idea of what it's going to be like. So I actually didn't have much of an idea. I trying to think I was a physiotherapist, or I still am worked in the hospital. And I've always been part of the nonprofit world. That's just the way it has gone for me. And slowly opening up the business, that's more of a for profit situation, but I'm running the business. So again, I may have never felt the same pressures you did. And can you speak to that stress potentially and how did you feel like it may have perpetrated or like basically flared up whatever you may have had as an underlying condition? Do you feel like that stress may have contributed because it it seemed to have popped up in your twenties? Absolutely. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think that it was both a high stress environment and also just a kind of feeling of being a little unfulfilled Mm. at work. The startup world was definitely super high stress. And the nonprofit world, we ran different senior living facilities, which I really kind of identified with the mission. But the work environment wasn't the healthiest, I would Mm -hmm. say. We were definitely overworked and understaffed. So I do think that stress was a definite contributor. And work stress is something that everyone deals with on a like a continuum. So it's something I always look at as a nutritionist. It's not just food. It's your environment. It's stress. It's stress at work, stress at home. So it's definitely a main piece to look at as well. Oh, yes. Especially if, if you're giving advice on food, 
fine, that's great and all, but if they can't even follow through with the regimen that you've provided because they're too stressed, that's going to impact your services directly. Absolutely. So right now you left your job and did you go cold turkey or did you have a part-time in between? How did you manage that transition from leaving your Mm -hmm. full-time career and then going back to school? So I was living and working in San Francisco. So when I went back to school, I had to move back to my mom's house just for money reasons because I wasn't having any income. And as I've been building my business, I'm still living here. So it's definitely a trade-off. I worked some part-time jobs in school, but nothing too intense, just for a little extra money. But yeah, while I've been building my business, I have been living at home, which has its pros and its cons for sure. Yes. Yeah, that's one of the trade-offs that I had to do. And in the end, it was worth it, right? Because now you have the luxury of taking the time to build the best client base that is appropriate for you and appropriate for the clients, as opposed to picking anyone who would be willing to sign up. And then you realize later that they're not the most appropriate client and they're not ready for your services. This is giving you the breadth of time to build a solid foundation, I would say. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. I feel super lucky that I have this opportunity to be here and live here and take the time to build my business. For me, the pandemic was, this sounds kind of crazy, a good time for me to build my business because I had all the time in the world and I can do most of my work remotely. Mm -hmm. So I'm also feeling quite grateful for that. But yeah, being at home has been a good shift. And I'm sure your parents are very happy to have you. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, that's very nice. Okay. So let's go into, or actually, before we go into advice time, do you have any lows or ugly parts of your transition? I know we touched on a lot of the positives. And of course, your health was a contribution to you switching careers and going back to school. And that's definitely a low because many of our listeners are starting their entrepreneurial journey and to give them some perspective, especially if they're a student and they have to put some investment into going back to school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's always that element of uncertainty. I dealt with imposter syndrome a lot Mm -hmm. and I still do. I think especially with women, I think it's something that affects more people than we realize. So just being like, what am I doing? Is this a good idea? Just kind of second guessing myself. It was definitely difficult. And the way that I kind of dealt with it is I literally just would take things day by day, just really simple Just what am I doing today? What am I doing for school? What school assignment is done? Once I was done with school, it's like, what am I doing for my business today? Like, am I going to do marketing or research or things like that? But yeah, just the imposter syndrome of like, who are you to change careers, to start a business, but always reminding myself that it just felt right for me. That's right. And listening to intuition and your gut instinct was Mm -hmm. allowing you to move forward. And you've touched on imposter syndrome. We do speak about it here and there in the show. We haven't done an episode on it yet. We probably should. But I like the advice and we're kind of leading into the advice now where you're basically saying, well, I'm going to take it day by day and pick one assignment for myself to complete in my business or in my education. And I guess turn off, do you just find a strategy of how to turn it off? Turn off the voices that are saying, who are you? I always try to go back. I love that you brought up the word intuition, that just like small, still voice inside of you. I always try to go back to that. And when I'm feeling overwhelmed, 
I'll take a break. I'll do like some form of self-care. And for me, self-care can literally be like drinking a glass of water or like going to bed 30 minutes earlier or like going on a walk for 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be these like huge sweeping things, but kind of recentering, regrounding and just trusting the process. Yeah, I love that. I think we are in such a hurry to get mm-hmm. to that destination that we're not trusting the process because it takes time, right? It takes time Absolutely. to develop. It takes time for people to find you. So if we don't allow ourselves that breath of time and the breath of the process, then we are actually missing a big component of the experience of being our own boss mm-hmm. and being on that entrepreneurial journey. So I, I really like that. That was great. Okay, let's move on to the advice time. Can you give us one piece of advice you wish you knew before you started your entrepreneurship journey? I love this question. Just do it. Just take action. Things will never be perfect. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. For me, building my website, I put it off for seven months. (laughs) I have no web designer experience. I felt way out of my element. And one day during quarantine, I just sat down and I got on Wix and I just started kind of plugging away. And it, it took me a while. And it's definitely still a work in progress, but it's out there. And just putting yourself out there is step one, I think. So yeah, just take action, whether it's big or small, is my advice. Also find a mentor if you can. Mentors are huge. So helpful. Mentor or community or just people in your field, ask them questions because I found everyone in my field has been incredibly knowledgeable and really willing to help new students and new entrepreneurs, which is awesome. Exactly. I think they're key takeaways. Just do it. I think a lot of people sit on the fence for a while and it really is just pulling off the bandaid and just get going. And then finding a mentor. I did exactly the same thing. And I think for me, when I go and invest, I'm more likely to do. That's the way my brain works. Even with my yoga and all my vocational and healthy habits, if I'm not investing monetarily, I don't know what it is. I don't follow through. It's just some people are wired that way. So right. It's motivational. (laughs) You're like, I'm paying for that. So I need to do it. So And everyone's different. So that may not work for some. So find out what's working for you and just do it. I love that. Mm -hmm. That was great. Okay. How do you keep yourself moving? What's your strategies for goal setting and managing your time? This is also a really great question. I have an old school planner. It's not on the, it's not on Google calendar. I mean, I have Google calendar and I use it. I literally, I write everything down that I have to do in the day, all my appointments, all my work things. And then every month I write out intentions, like get this done, post on social media this many times. And then also just like intentions for the month, like have more fun, (laughs) you know, but like every month I really try to plan everything out. And for me, the physical act of writing is huge because I'm also trying not to be on my phone as much. We're already on these devices for so long. Yeah. So having a different way of kind of tracking your days and your hours has really worked for me. Oh, yes. And and I do the old school planner as well. So no shame in that. (laughs) I'm a ratty planner beside me. And then I have... I do have the tech just to keep myself organized, but I literally will write down, like I'll look at my calendar the night before and I'll write down in the paper agenda. Me too. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. So, and I do believe it's the act of writing things down that really help cement and commit that you're going to actually achieve that goal. I agree. Yeah. It hits differently than looking at your Google calendar. Exactly. Something Mm -hmm. more intimate when you write Mm -hmm. it down. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So we have one more question. How do you manage it all? Your mental health, your physical health? Do you have a routine around that? Or is there something you do that pushes you towards staying balanced and harmonized? 
This is also a great question. I love all these questions. So I'm a holistic nutritionist and I take a very holistic approach to life. So there's kind of like five pillars that I really focus on. Obviously one is food, one is movement, one is lifestyle. So like sleep, stress levels, meditation, one's social connection and community. And then the last one is purpose. So like what you're doing in life, just trying to take care of myself as best as I can. Like obviously I try to eat healthy. Movement is huge for me. Hiking, being in nature kept me sane in the last year and a half, I would say. Nice. (laughs) Being outside, also having fun. I feel like prioritizing joy is something we need to do more. Like go have some, whatever fun is to you. If it's like going out dancing or like cooking or seeing some friends, there needs to be more fun, I think, in this world. So yeah, as I said earlier, small forms of self-care, like just drinking more water or big forms of self-care, like going on a weekend trip, if you can, is important because especially as an entrepreneur, I'm sure we can all relate to this. We work 24 seven just because we love what we do, but then there's the element of burnout. So taking care of yourself is super important. Oh, yes. And you've said it best. We love what we do. So sometimes we get into that flow and we're working longer than we expected. And I think being a physiotherapist or a physical therapist, as you guys say in the US, sitting down at the computer is like the worst thing for you. It literally is. It messes up your hips. It messes up your entire posture is like a little fetal, like sitting. I am crouching, guys, if you can see me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I agree. I actually would also suggest for people to schedule it. I feel like if you don't schedule it, it doesn't happen, right? So a lot of people, they need to like have reminders on their phone to get up every hour or every hour and a half, things like that. Because like when I get into the flow of things, I don't stand up. Like I'll be sitting for a long time. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah. Some days I take great care of myself and some days I don't. And also that's okay though. Some -hmm. days are going to be better than others and every day is not going to be perfect, which is something I always like to remind my clients of. Exactly, exactly. And for you being in the food and health world, and that being the industry you're working in, that is a mindset I think the clients need to have like, yes, okay, your day was not that great. For whatever reason, your healthy eating was not optimal. But just starting a fresh new page immediately, not even tomorrow, like immediately. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Mm -hmm. That's within your control, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about mindset. And like we're human, we all make mistakes. And it's cool. Exactly. Exactly. And we touched on earlier, just getting into it, even if it's not perfect. I have this whole mantra being perfectly imperfect and starting anyways. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Right. Just knowing that you're imperfect, but it's perfectly imperfect, right? Because there's no such thing as perfection in this world. And, and I think it really hones in on your practice as a practitioner. Food is so difficult for people, right? To manage. I think that unless you're living in a lifestyle within your home environment that is conducive to healthy eating, you're mm-hmm. going to be tempted, right? If like 100%. the kids have the Oreo cookies sitting on the counter and you're hungry because you've been working like five hours straight, of course you're going to reach for that Oreo cookie. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that. And like, that's okay. You know, just try to have a healthier dinner or healthier breakfast and just take it day by day. Exactly. Okay, guys, that was all the questions we had for Lauren. Lauren, people want to know how they can find you, how they can work with you. Give us all the details. 
All right. Well, my company is called Lauren Emerson Wellness. Emerson's my middle name. And I work one-on-one with clients for nutrition consultations, where I help you achieve your health goals. And then I also teach kids cooking. This can all be remote. So you guys can be located anywhere. Check me out over at laurenemersonwellness.com. And I'm on Instagram at laurenemersonwellness. Wonderful guys. And we will hyperlink that in the show notes. You can just click and go straight to her pages, give her a follow on Instagram. And Lauren, thank you so much for being with us today. It was extremely heartwarming to hear your story. And I'm so happy you've come along on your health journey and now you're impacting others. It's a wonderful mission that you have. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Okay, great. We'll talk to you guys later. And remember, make a plan and take action. And yes, you can have it all. Just do it. Just do it. So my fellow bosses, did you enjoy that episode? Now it's time for you to make a solid plan and take action. But first, remember to subscribe and follow the Boss It podcast so you receive a notification whenever we drop an episode. Remember to leave us a review on iTunes. Take a screenshot of your review and share it on Instagram as a post or a story and tag us at Boss It Club. If Instagram is not your thing, no worries. Email your screenshot to podcast at bossitclub.com. As a massive thank you, we will be sending you our top 50 tips for starting and scaling a business. This list is exclusively for podcast reviewers, so don't miss out. Now remember, bosses, make a plan and take action in all aspects of your life. Yes, you can have it all.